So it's bad enough that uh, she maybe ate the dog food, but you're gonna, why are you going to go on social media and tell people you ate the dog food? Yeah, she's, she seemed really strange, like a weird person. Yeah, the like Serena, I know. odd person. You know, it was almost like she let her hair down, and I was afraid. Yeah. Um, it's, I, I, I guess I haven't seen too much of her, like, behind the veil of Venus Serena. or Serena Williams. Yeah. Um, we're talking about Serena Williams going on her Snapchat account and doing an entire like story about how she ate She's in fancy Europe. dog food. Fancy dog food in a hotel in Europe. Okay, so the hotel offered a special doggy menu. Yeah. She's ordering food for her dog because, you know, that dog needs to be on the road with her, right? I'm sure that Correct. dog really cares. And so she, she orders this fancy dog food. She's like, that dog food looks good, man. That dog food looks good. Mmm. Mmm. Dog food. So she ate, eats some of it, a spoonful. Turns out, no, it's not good at all because it's made for dogs. And she gets sick immediately well, afterwards. It, it tasted like cleaning. Pro- well, if it tastes like cleaning products, stop eating it. Well, it was one spoonful. So one imagine she choked it down. No, but then she said she forced. forced Why are herself. you forcing us to swallow? You put it in your mouth, it's bad. You spit it out. Yeah, thank you. Can I tell you right now? I had a protein shake that I was saving up. Mm-hmm. And I was a little bit hungry before the end of the night, but I really didn't want to eat anything yeah. good. So I was like, I'll have half this protein shake yeah. before going to bed. Right. I sit down to drink it, and it was lumpy and thick and right. gross. Well, and it's I... just and so I'm sitting down, I take a I take a mouthful and it comes out in like three curds and like just thick, swampy, like grossness. Well, I told you I was saving up. I am thank you. I immediately get up and I just like spit it out in the sink and throw the rest of it away. Did you not look at it for well, you? It was in it? a container. I didn't pour it. It was in a it was in a resealable bottle. Oh, so you can't see inside of it? No, it had a label. Does not have a, thing. Uh, you know an expiration date on it? It did. The expiration date was for a month later. The expiration date was like June fourteenth. Maybe you need to shake it up. You go back home, take it out of the trash, shake it up. I'm sure I'm throwing it away already. It's gone. No, go ahead, get it. it. I don't want you to waste. How much was yeah. it? Like three dollars. Yeah, I don't want. That's nearly four dollars. I don't want you to waste nearly four dollars. Uh, it's all right. Serena paid fifteen for this dog food. 15 euros. 15 euros, which is worth more than dollars. I would think so. I don't actually know the official thing there. But, like, I, okay, if I if I was to eat the dog food, like mm-hmm. eating a shake that's gone bad, that's not like I made a bad choice. I just I, I tried to drink a shake, and it wasn't good. It was meant for human consumption. That is correct. That's what I'm getting at. It's okay to tell people about that. If, my, if my, you ate the dog, why are you telling people you ate the dog food? My cousin, my little cousin, when I was a kid, you know, he used to eat, I don't want to say his name, he used to eat dog food. On purpose, or you feed it to him? You thought it was funny. No, he he would eat it, and then we, then we would be like, "Eat the dog food!" Oh my god, eat it! Because that stuff is made for like because uh, 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 you it's not digestible to humans, basically. Okay. Because there's stuff in there that because dogs don't have the same processes that go on. I don't know the science behind it, but there's special like stuff that like hurts your body if you eat it if you're a human. Because dogs don't have the same processes. I've read this whole thing about why you're not supposed to eat dog food. It's hmm. medical. Hmm. And that's why two hours later, from eating a spoonful, she don't feel so good. Her body wants to reject it as soon as possible. So she tells a different story about how she had diarrhea all over the place. Yeah. 
Serena Williams, ladies and gentlemen, too the much, greatest tennis player to have ever lived. It was like too. It was like too much information everywhere. She didn't need to tell us she ate the dog food. She didn't need to tell us she had explosive diarrhea. Two halves of this story. Neither one she should be telling people on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Bad job, Serena. Hey, everybody. <laughs> you have made it back to the next thrilling chapter of Raisin Brent. Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And uh, we got some stuff to talk about. Not as big a, a week going on right now. We have some NBA. The playoffs are down to the final four, Brent. Ray, there's no small leaks. Only small actors? Thank you. <laughs> the NBA draft lottery literally just happened. We held recording until we could see what happened. Boy, mm-hmm. was Ray surprised, not at all, by the result of that sham. Well, it was exactly what it was supposed to be, though. Was it? The Lakers were supposed to get the second pick. Was it? Celtics were supposed to get the third pick. Oh, you mean like the way Cleveland got the number one overall pick three out of four years, including one that had, in theory, right. one ball in there? But Cleveland wasn't supposed to get all those picks. Those years, they, they, they bucked the odds. You don't think it's well? This we'll, year did we'll not get into buck it in the odds. Detail. It was exactly we'll what detail. it was supposed to be this year. So. We're going to talk about some Major League Baseball. We're going to talk about what's wrong with our teams, because both of our teams, the Tigers and the Royals, are below 500 as we record this. Well, I'm a little offended that you're comparing our two teams. I mean, your, your team has lost like 12 out of 13 games. That's, That's correct. not at all what And we're a game done. and a half behind the Royals right now. So. Okay, well... Behind, Yikes. that's all I hear. Yikes. Yeah. And then Game of Thrones had a pretty good episode, episode four of the new season. Uh, we, we finally got some sweet, sweet murder we've been waiting on. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we got a, that's enough to talk about. It's a real show, right? Sure. I'll call it. And we talk about Serena Williams eating dog food. Yeah, that's the show right there. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Gonna have to drag me. Oh, I guess we should do the other segments. I guess if you want to. I mean, I, think, I feel like the dog food's enough. If these spoiled listeners need more than the dog food Serena story... You know what? Shame on you, listener. Shame on you. Singular. <laughs> but we'll be right back to talk about all of the above after three seconds of Johnny Cash. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, 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 and the flames went higher. And it burns, 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 the ring of fire, the ring of fire. And we're back. <laughs> yes, we are, Satan. Thank you for asking. What was that? <laughs> Sorry, I had I accidentally ate some dog food during the break. Was it was it good? It tasted like like some kind of cleaning agent. And you 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 ate it anyway. I ate it anyway. You put it then, in your mouth, you knew it was bad, and then, and then I, you said, "Better keep going." Then now my tummy's hurting. Well, let's get out of here quick before uh, you deaf all over the place. Oh, uh, we're too late. I got to call you out, Mr. Brent. But for what? I have to call you out on air for something you just told me before we started recording. I'm getting a Steph Curry jersey. You're getting a Steph Curry jersey, you bandwagon bandwagoner. No, hold on. Who was the first one before before the playoffs last year, and actually at the beginning of the year, who was on the Golden State bandwagon before that season? This guy. No, you were not, sir. I thought they were a good team. But who said they were going to win the championship last year? Uh, this well, guy right here did, did before they became the champions. You know, I'll go back and check the recordings you on can. that. I don't, I don't remember. You I don't can. remember that. But you go out buying a Steph Curry jersey just because he wins the MVP, wins the championship, no. and you just go out and buy a Steph Curry I told jersey. You I own jerseys of since there is no Kansas City or Nebraska basketball team. Teron Lou. I could get a Teron Lou jersey. Get a Teron Lou yeah. jersey, then yeah. I'll believe you. Um, because you're a Pacers fan. I, if, if, if but coaches, their time if is so lean, it's if, time to bandwagon if, to a different team. No, they're not that, they're not that bad. Do you they, see me buying just, a non-Pistons jersey? I don't care. You, but you have a Detroit team. 
I do have a Detroit team. Yeah, I told you. I, I like three-point shooters. So I have a Reggie Miller jersey. I have a Mitch Richmond jersey. I have a Peja Stojakovic jersey. Oh, so you got like a Joe Dumars jersey, no. Isaiah Thomas jersey. But if you, if you buy me a Vinny the Microwave Johnson jersey, I'll wear that. Awesome. Yeah. Here's the I'll buy myself a Vinny Microwave yeah. Johnson jersey first because <laughs> that would be awesome. I don't even know what number he plays. What, 29? That's a guess. No idea. No clue. Uh, Bill Lambeer, number 40. Yeah, so he, I'll, he can so hit I'll some threes, too. Would you believe I'm a big Bill Lambeer fan? Yeah. He's a big, gorky, I dumb totally white guy it, from yeah. Michigan. You think yeah. I, that's weird? Do you realize he played for the Cavaliers first? We traded for no him. Idea. We traded for him. But I love three-point shooters. Thank you, Cleveland. I love three-point shooters. The only one I didn't really get into was Ray Allen. I don't know why. I never really liked him. Well, he got game. He do got game. Well, but... it's weird for you because you're such a bandwagoner. I'd figure like when he started winning titles and he had a movie, you'd be buying his jersey right away. <laughs> Where's your Kobe jersey? You now that about, I think about I it, I was a Kansas City Kings fan, and they moved, and I was like, I can't be the Kings fan anymore. Sacramento, yeah. But would you, if Detroit moved somewhere, you still could be a Detroit fan? I mean, no, I'd probably team. quit basketball entirely. Well, that's what I'm saying. You wouldn't, you wouldn't <laughs> call that team either. So, yeah, but you consider yourself a Pacers fan. I am a Pacers fan. Where's the Pacers jersey? I have a Paul George jersey. Where's the Rick Smith's jersey? I have a Rick Smith jersey. Okay. Yeah. It's all right then. <laughs> if you have a Rick Smith's jersey, oh, man, I, take... I love Rick Smith's. The Duncan <laughs> Dutchman. <laughs> I'd take half of it back. That was one of the best teams that never won a title, in my opinion. When they had the Duncan Dutchman, the Davis brothers, just beating everybody up. You probably like those guys, too, because they were kind of like Bill Lambier, except there's two of them. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't shoot threes like Bill Lambier, though. Yeah, I remember Tayshawn Prince blocking Reggie Miller uh, to break everyone in Indianapolis' hearts. Uh, that, was, that, was, that was the best. That was a great block. That was the best was a great hustle block. play of all time yeah. in the history of sports. You know what? He should have dunked it. Out there. He should have dunked it. Uh, he's he Reggie Miller, sir. Dunk it. He doesn't know how to dunk it. Yeah, he does. Reggie Miller. He's 6'7". All right, bring him out here. I bet he can't dunk now. There he is. Boom. He just dunked it. I take it all back again. <laughs> you know what I like about Reggie Miller? He's the one guy that I've been listening to that isn't always saying, oh, we're so much better than they were. You know what I mean? He's actually congratulating. Because he has no leg to stand on. Well, he never won neither, a championship. He do, can't do it. Neither do. The so Bulls what? can t- say all, that. No, but all these other guys that won championships... The, all these other guys that are talking, they didn't win championships either. It's Charles Barkley. He never won a championship. Uh, he should have somewhere he didn't, in there. With the, that one Suns team, I remember being he really good. He didn't, though. He didn't. Well, and you know what? You bring up an interesting point. He should have, but he didn't. Okay? Yep. So I heard someone say this on another show the other day, and it made a lot of sense to me. All the guys that are talking all this smack now, like Charles Oakley, uh, Charles and, Oakley. and Charles Barkley, for example, those two guys. If your name is Charles and your last name ends with Lee... Shut mm-hmm. up. Those two guys in particular, you could say that if there wasn't Jordan, they probably wouldn't want to. Cha- they would have won a championship without Jordan, correct? Because they were bu- very possible. Okay. Well, they're saying now. So if they talk about Golden State being really, really good, this team better than the Jordan Bulls, then that makes them look worse. Like they shouldn't have won a championship. You see what I mean? I've seen people say that though. I guess. Uh, but I, I think there's something to be said for Oklahoma City being in the same belt. Like they have that. And we'll see what like, happens this oh, year. But we lost to the best team of all time. That's why we didn't win a championship. But Steph Curry and these guys—they're terrible. Well, that's silly. Yeah. Obviously, that team is really, really good. Now, are they better than Jordan's Bulls? Who knows? It's a different well, NBA it was a different era. Yeah. It just—you can't really compare twenty years apart from each other. Right. Uh, remember back when the uh, in the late '80s, early '90s, even like every team scored a hundred points on the reg. Hundred right. and the Pistons, the Pistons. Remember the Pistons of the Bad Boy era, mm-hmm. considered one of the best defensive teams of all time. They their teams averaged over a hundred points a game against them because it was a different era of basketball. Correct. So you know, well, then there's uh, that area. That. that was that era in the seventies too, uh, where you know, Denver was scoring like hundred thirty points a game. Right. You know, and it, with the exception of the Phoenix Suns from like ten years ago, that's just not done anymore. 
Well, it is now. I mean, you got Golden State and Oklahoma City. Like, a lot of the teams now do that again. But not on the reg, though. I mean, generally, they win their games like 110 to 100 or something like that. Or 110 to over 95, you know. They're over 100. They are. Uh, but it's, it's a different era is all I'm trying to say. Yeah. So now we're down to the final four. Golden State and OKC. OKC beats the Spurs. And they were, like, dead down and dead to rights two games to one and came back and ferociously mm-hmm. had that little kind of a jacked-up game where they missed all those calls, but then ripped off two victories, just straight-up winning games in a row, and now they're in the conference finals. Well, here's... This, and they're up a game. They've found a couple lineups that are real good for them right now, that where, where they have those two big guys, Adams and Cantor, down there, and they're just, like, blocking out the sun. Enos Cantor. Yeah. When Enos Cantor is the factor, something's up. <laughs> and Adams, the crazy former rugby player. Oh, that's right, huh? Um, but I would say they're just they're they're just playing better ball than they have all year, too. You know, it's like they gelled at the exact they perfect time at the to exact do it. Perfect time. And San Antonio's really, really good this year. Now they ran out of gas. They ran very out of clearly. gas. It looked like. And and last night's game, I mean, on both sides at times was real sloppy. Yes, so, I saw. I actually saw more of it than I was expecting to. Yeah, it was kind of a feeling out game. I mean, Golden State had like a fourteen point lead, and then they just couldn't make any. Sh- they they got into a thing where they were just forcing up threes instead of passing the ball, and they let the game get away from them, and I they lost. Can't imagine Golden State's going to have as dismal a performance again this series. Mm, they might not, not get a chance to because it might they might lose the, you know the rest of their games on I the road. Th- but I think they'll be okay. But it's going to be a six seven game series. This is crazy. You know, there's a part of me you know and, and uh, the conspiracy side of it that says the NBA really wants LeBron to win the title this year in Cleveland, and so the the conspiracy theorist in me says the best way to have LeBron win the title is to have Golden State not in the finals. So I'm wondering if when it comes down to it, if there's Draymond Green's going to start getting two fouls off the bus, if there's going to be some sort of shadiness that happens to push OKC to be the sacrificial lamb in the finals. That way, Steph Curry doesn't lose in the finals. He I gets did his heat feel back. like I did honestly feel like the refs were giving Oklahoma City like every call, and it was night. on the road. It was in Golden yeah. State. It was in and Oklahoma. like there was a real crucial, crucial time at the end of the game too, where uh, they had just got back to within three points with like 20 seconds left, and Russell Westbrook clearly. Tried to stop and drag his pivot foot like two feet, and they didn't call a travel on him. Just little things like that make you go. Not a little hmm. thing. That's a big thing. Like right in front of you, that everyone With seconds saw. to go. Yeah, I mean, makes a difference. Yeah. And Cleveland, I mean, look, Cleveland is probably going to sweep Toronto, right? Does Toronto win one game over there? I have respect I think, for that Toronto I team. I think Toronto's going to win one game, but I just don't see it. They're tied right now. What is it? Two two. Twenty one twenty one. Oh, there you go. And Counts. Toronto was ahead the whole time until then. Yeah. So. Boom. Uh, I don't know. I just I see, don't think Toronto I has Cleveland. enough to. Yeah, I don't think they're going to have too much problem with Toronto. But. I, I don't. I don't see it. Like I just the, the NBA talent level is just so bad right now. Like there were three good teams this year: uh, Cleveland, Golden State, San Antonio. I don't. I, Everybody I, else seems I, to be like an Ulceran. Kind of disagree with you. I the mean, way Cleveland is handling that, the I East. I think the talent level. Well, you're saying talent level like is how many good teams are there? That's what that's I'm talking what about. Saying. But if there, there are, are, if there really, are more good players, there'd there, be more good teams. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think Portland had two really good players on that team that are that could play on any team. It's just that the this Golden State and San Antonio and Oklahoma City are so much better than the rest of those guys. That's they are, I but think. I even think Oklahoma City is a notch below, despite the fact they're one game up on Golden State to go to the I finals. Think, I think Oklahoma City, if they get out of this Golden State series, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna beat Cleveland. I don't see any chance of that happening. Okay. I think Cleveland like sweeps them, if not wins in five. But we'll, right. we'll make that bet next week when we get sure. a little closer, a little bit more. I mean, viewpoint. I'm hoping that it's Golden State, but actually, I like watching Oklahoma City play. I mean, Russell Westbrook is just a tornado, man. That guy he's is, so much fun to watch. He's so fast going in there. He fills up the stats. He plays so hard. I mean, 
even though I, I do really like uh, Golden State this this year. It's two teams that make it easy to root for. Oh, I, I, yeah, I like Very both much. of the teams, yeah. Yeah, I like Oklahoma. I would really want to see Oklahoma City break through and win a championship at some point. I really like Russell Westbrook. I really like Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that the Ohio State player got drafted right before him and was a total bust. And Kevin Durant now makes Ohio State look that much worse by a result. Am I wrong about this? When Kevin Durant won the MVP mm-hmm. two years ago, I feel like maybe I'm wrong, but yeah. I feel like two years ago when uh, when Kevin Durant won the MVP. Yeah, absolutely. You did I a feel great like job. The real MVP should have been. His mom. Should have been his mom. Like the speech he gave. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my goodness. All right. Surprised you knew that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> you are the real... Is there been anything like... That's one of the things that people made have made the most fun of or I've seen the most memes of it. Just people with any other name going, you're the real MVP. <laughs> well, I don't know because I I, I, uh, I I go back to Kanye with the Beyonce thing and Taylor Swift being like, you know, she's the greatest of all time. I'm going to well, let you finish. It's like that. Yeah, it, it is. It was of that level, probably. You know what, though? She should be the MVP. She made him all that chunky soup, right? Yeah. I don't think was that was really some of those? I think that was Donovan McNabb. Oh, my bad. No. <laughs> they made a bunch of those. Did he do, did he do those two? I two? thought maybe he uh, maybe did he, one. He might have. I feel like I'm not. I'm remembering it totally I, yeah, wrong. Honestly, or not. I'm getting all the. There's so many chunky commercials, you know. Uh, to be fair, I remember Cam Newton did them. Mm-hmm. That's all I need to know. Yeah, but when Cam Newton did them, he was a thug. Uh, thank you. Finally, <laughs> somebody has the guts to say it. Uh, so, is, what's your prediction for the finals matchup? I mean, we both think Cleveland is going to easily roll over Toronto. Do you think Oklahoma City breaks through, or do you think Golden State writes the ship? I still think Golden State's going to win. They're so deep. They're so good. And they they if they had pass the ball like the last quarter and a half like they normally do and Steph had some really bad behind the back turnovers and just silly things that were trying to be too fancy they probably would have won that game. Fair enough. But Oklahoma State's real tough right now. Yeah, I I'm, still think Golden State's going to win, but I think it could be a tough series. It could be okay, six, seven so, games. Yeah, so who do you think wins in the finals then? You think Golden State beats Golden Cleveland State. again or do you think yep. I think I think the NBA wants Cleveland to win this super hard? Be the only championship that Cleveland will ever know. They can own the city of Cleveland for until football season starts and the Browns. Oh, we'll see. I, I'm not going to believe that until I see Cleveland actually play a team not in the East because I don't think anyone in the East was very good. They're not, and the fact that Cleveland's just running through them. And bless me, the Pistons are one of those two teams. The Pistons played them super, super hard a couple of those games. Still couldn't do anything. Yeah. So there it is. Good enough to lose. <laughs> so all right. Well, we'll come right back. We're going to talk a little bit of Major League Baseball after three seconds of. The doors. Come on, baby, light my fire. Come on, baby, light my fire. And we are talking some baseball now. Major League Baseball. Now we're like a month into the season. We're starting to kind of see some stuff, right? No more okay. surprise teams out there. The White Sox got off to one of the most impressive starts in team history and still can't put anybody away. Yeah, not really. They got like a five-game lead. But uh, we're going to take a moment to talk about our teams right now. Your Detroit okay. Tigers, your Kansas City Royals. Why don't you, you go first, Ray? Well, we're going to talk about what's wrong with our teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you go first. And what, are you, are you just going to be like, no, Kansas City's perfect, keep going? Is, no. that, is that the game you're about to play? No. You did get your gold, tell the people at home, you got your gold oh, got Royals my, uh, jersey? gold Royals jersey, yeah. What's that about? Home jersey with gold lettering. And I appreciate you picked up Alex Gordon's jersey. Yeah. As a, a player. Well, you know, Alex Gordon, I don't, I don't know if you know this, he's like the perfect Royal to me. Why is he the perfect Royal? He also went to Nebraska. Oh, geez. Well, Nebraska, then and then he's a Royal. So that makes him double hateable. Like when Jabba Chamberlain pitched for the Royals last year. Oof. Yeah, yeah that was about right. Yeah. Pitched so well. It's fun to hate Jabba Chamberlain. He's been pitching well this year, though. Yeah, of course he is, because he's off our team. I know, right? <laughs> he's off both of our teams, pitching well. 
pitching great. Uh, so the Tigers, there's just they're below 500 right now. Four games below 500 as we record this. Currently playing the Minnesota Twinsies. Game and a half behind Kansas City, and and this is a team I had higher expectations for. Uh, and I'm going to tell you what's wrong with the Tigers right now. First off, their manager stinks. Brad Osmus has got to go. He should have been fired at the end of last year. I'll go ahead and just put it out there right now. He doesn't know when to pull pitchers. He just he doesn't he just doesn't make good decisions out there. Him getting kicked out of the game was the best thing yesterday as we record this uh, against the Twins. They were up eight nothing. They down to 8-7. It ends up being tied 8-8. He gets himself kicked out of the game. The Tigers respond. The Tigers respond to him not being there at all. He's brutal. I don't care that Jim Leland picked him. He's had f- three, four seasons right now to get it right and stinks. I Run th- him out of town. I would have thought that you know he got kicked out of the game to motivate his team, and he did motivate his team. Great. They were motivated by the fact he wasn't there. They're like, finally, we can play well. Motivated by their skipper coming out and protecting them because seven or eight of them had complained about the umpire strike zone. And it did suck. And it made a difference later. Yeah. So so the other thing is the starting pitching is just not all there. Thank you. I was hoping you weren't going to say it was just Osmus. No. It's purely Osmus and nothing else. No. Uh, Zimmerman's been great. Uh, You know, he's had some rough starts, including, you know, yesterday, Mm -hmm. giving up those seven, eight runs. Uh, but Verlander, I keep waiting for the good old Verlander. Break up with Kate Upton already, Justin. I did tell you that his career is over last year. You did. Yeah. And you know what? I'm seeing evidence of that fact. <laughs> Anibal Sanchez, we expect something out of. He's been giving us absolutely nothing. Mike Pelfrey pitched on Tuesday Mike as we Pelfrey's record this tonight. never been good. He's been trashed this year. He's been at least average. These guys aren't even being hey, average I for us right now. I saw your guy that you had in the uh, uh, Kyle Lobstein. I saw that dude got sent down to the minors on some other team. And now. he's not good either. Yeah, nobody's good. Like, what are we doing? Like, I mean, what happened the... to Farmer from last year? <laughs> that guy was horrible too. They're trying to. They're really trying every single year. They try so hard to upgrade the bullpen. They keep the one or two guys who perform, and then boot everybody else out of town and start over. And then those guys are bad. Let me ask you this. Didn't they pick up some guys this year because they tried to upgrade their bullpen? Yes. Why is the bullpen still terrible? It's still terrible. I think I don't know. I assume it's Osmus's fault. Jeez. Maybe our pitching coach is bad. I don't know. <sighs> I don't know why this team. It's on paper. This is a very good team, and then mm-hmm. they just. The thing is, they don't get blown out a ton. It's just like they play really close games, mm-hmm. and then they make pivotal like one bad pitch, one bad mistake, base running, just something happens, and then they lose the game like five to four. I'm right. noticing it all over the place this year. And now their schedule also. They've played a lot of really good teams so far. Mm-hmm. They haven't really. With the exception of the fact they're playing Minnesota right now, I do believe it's going to soft, too, soften though. up a little bit, too. But they beat him yesterday. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I think their schedule well, will good. soften I mean, up a little bit. Yeah. But my goodness, you can't just rely on that. Like, there are good teams in the, in the uh, Central. You're going to have to play the White Sox more, Kansas City, Cleveland. Mm-hmm. All these teams that are, are good, you got to beat them. That's funny, because like, a couple weeks ago, you were still telling me, oh, the White Sox are trash, Cleveland's trash. Uh, I still think and Cleveland's trash. And now since trash. you're in fourth place, now you're using revisionist history and saying that they're good. If you're above the Tigers, you must be good, right? Well, that's, that's not true. the rule. That's true. <laughs> In my where I'm sitting, and I mean, it's just the pitch. It's just just timely mistakes, and just like just not getting the hit when you need it. They'll set up, be down one run in the eighth inning, runners on second and third, and then just not being able to get them across the plate, which. I'm hoping the hitting will come around it, as far as it being timely, and, and we'll just see what happens. But either I've, I've, either I'm going to be right, and this team is going to be good enough to make a wild card, or I'm going to be wrong, and this is another bad team we put out there. I think it's a bad team, but uh, I, I do think that the things – I here's what I've seen when I watch you guys. I think your defense is better than it's been. It is better. Um, Ian Kinsler's been great. Ian Kinsler's great. Uh, Iglesias is great. He's been great. Castellanos is improving. He's been great. Right? Yeah. I, I've always kind of liked that guy, Castellanos. I like that guy, too. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, 
their starting pitching is, is trash. Trash. Absolute trash. Shockingly. Except for Jordan Zimmerman. But he, I wouldn't say that he's a true number one. I'd say he's more like a two. A two. Yeah. Easily. Verlander um, needs to be the one, and he has not been. He has not been. He's been barely a four. I mean, he's too busy talking on Twitter about how he's going to be great again. Why don't you just do it, and then we don't have to talk okay, about it Okay, Robert Griffin III, why don't you stop making t-shirts telling me how great you are and just put some more time in practicing? Thank you. Um, and the other thing is they strike out too much. They're striking out way too way much. Way too much. And that's, and that's what you're talking about. You get guys on base, and they're not moving them over. Nope. They're striking out. They're not yeah, manufacturing those runs. Yeah. They're just waiting on the home run ball, mm-hmm. which they do get. You and you can you win, a, and you can win a lot of games with home run balls. But there also has to be a good fifteen games that you win a year by manufacturing runs. You'd hope so. And that's how the Royals those, do it. In those fifteen games, if you don't have them, you do have them. And that's the difference between being like you know seventy five win team and a ninety win team. Hundred percent right? true. Yeah, <laughs> nothing you're saying is wrong right, right. now. Um, okay, my team, the Kansas City Royals. What's wrong with your defending are, champs? Why are these defending champs acting like defending chumps? Right. Um, okay, so there's weak. a couple things. Yes, they had a couple bad weeks where they just weren't. It, they had, for example, they had a game where they threw a one hitter, and then of course they lost. lost they lost somehow because they didn't yes, hit. They did. And then they put up seven runs. Uh, they put up a bunch of runs on uh, what's his name uh, Tanaka for the Yankees, who's been pretty much untouchable. And of course, they give up ten runs. Oh. You know? <laughs> like yeah. Lorenzo Cain's hit three home runs, they still lose. So it's been like if they pitch well, they don't hit well. If they hit well, they don't pitch well. Uh, but I will say this. The starting pitching has not been great. Okay. Uh, Edinson Volquez has been pretty good. Um, who's the guy they brought over? Ian Kennedy's been good. And then Ventura's been like, he's walked way too many guys. He leads the league in walks right now, like 25 walks or something like that already. And then Chris Young and uh, Chris Medlin are both on the DL right now, and they were struggling. Um, so when you're relying on uh, Jordano Ventura to be your number three, mm-hmm. realistically, he's a four or a five at no, best no, no. at this stage in his career. Well, he was third. He was supposed to be the number one last year. No, but he wasn't. He should be more like their two. He's got to be a two or a three. For I the think Royals. eventually he's going to get there. Yeah. I just don't think he's there yet. He's got to be a two or a three. His inconsistency right is still a problem. Well, he's had he. Uh, if you look at his results, he's been pretty good. Pretty much every year. I mean, he's, um, not, he's on my fantasy team, so don't okay. get me wrong. No, <laughs> I believe year, in but him. But this year, he's 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 had some problems, and it's I have most, seen that. It's mostly with the walks. He's yeah. he's nibbling too much. He's not. He throws ninety seven. Just throw ninety seven. Could, couldn't it be said that Kansas City for the last two years has been doing it with smoke and mirrors, and now finally, <laughs> now finally, like you know, the, the 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 rabbits out of the hat. Ray, you know that nobody wins the World Series with smoke and mirrors. It's uh, too long of a playoffs. I guess this year's proven that, I mean, that, if that, that somebody if, will. I will say this. Uh, Everyone is giving Casey their best shot. I see when I see this year people beating Casey. I see them like so excited. I mean, it's a difference. There is a difference between being the hunter and the hunted. That is correct. And that's another transition Kansas City's having to make right now. You know, they're they're going to get everybody's best shot. Yeah, they're like yeah. the defending Super Bowl but champions. I, I do think this though. Once you get like 40, 50 games into the season, and the Kansas City's kind of struggling, then they're kind of like, oh, okay, this is just whatever. And then they then people kind of forget about it, and then it goes back to being. That's regular. fair enough. I would actually disagree. I think uh, uh, one or two of those Giants teams that won a World Series in the last five years was a very smoke and mirrorsy team. Like the first World Series they had against the Detroit Tigers. Well, that team was not a great baseball team, but they came together and just like they come together, put at, the it right together time. at the right time. Right, but the, but those, but you're right. Those Giants teams are ones that they won. A couple times, like in the '80s, they didn't even win 90 games. I think a couple right. of those teams, but the Royals last year won 95 games. So I mean, that's good. Yeah, but I mean, that's um, 15 games. They're basically a, a just barely below 500 team that just gets those 15 games with the fundamental baseball. Well, there you go. Fundamental base—that's what counts. 
But has their fundamental baseball? It hasn't stayed at that level, though. They've been making more mistakes this year in no, the field they, and stuff, haven't they? I mean, they? they have. Well, during the last two weeks, but up until then, they led the they 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 were they led the league in least errors until like last week. They're still like top three or four. They're still okay. fine there. I, just, I feel like it's they're still, making more of those types of mistakes they well, don't normally make, which is why they're losing these games. Uh, and they've also had you know uh, Mike Mustakis. Broke his thumb, so he's been out for a while. He's a big, and he started off really hot, and he's coincidentally he's been gone during most of this losing streak. Oh, I'm sure that's total coincidence. <laughs> I can't imagine if our team lost our first baseman. That right, if, if Miggy went down. Coincidentally, we're not I winning mean, games. He had seven home runs already, and then he goes out, and it's like we bring in a guy who doesn't have much power. He's a good player, but he doesn't have much power. So it's you get him. And then the other thing is, Kendris Morales has been struggling. He he did hit a walk off on Sunday though. Because he was so. great last year. Yep, he was the the thing the. The, the call uh, that made well, the engine and go. you know what it is there's sh- i can almost show you like when you watch the games they they're shifting him so much and he's not adjusting he's not adjusting to the shift yet and he's old enough he's got to be better he's than hitting that. right into the shift so bad job kendry's uh, there's a reason you didn't make my fantasy team this year a lot of times you know, carried me last kendry's has to hit it over the wall then the shift doesn't matter <laughs> yeah there's no there's guys with gloves that play out there but their 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 catches don't count yeah <laughs> Well, cool enough. So, what do you, what do you think? Do you feel like? I, I, of course, you you feel like your team is is going to rebound and get it done. Like, uh, do you think either of our teams are going to catch the White Sox? They are playing really well oh, right now. Well, I, I think either one of us could theoretically. I mean, we, how many have you guys played the White Sox yet? I don't think we have. Okay, so we both have nineteen games left against the White Sox. That's plenty of games to make up. Yeah, but that's also plenty of opportunity to fall further well, down, though. But unfortunately, I'm just saying, is there a chance? Yeah, they can. Come, they definitely. I, come I back. really like what those White Sox are doing. right now. I think now, they're falling. They're coming back to earth a little bit, low. Sure, you know, they they played like 500 ball like last 10 games. So. But if they play 500 ball the rest of the season, the way everybody else is playing, that might be good enough. No, because they're they're 10 games over 500. They that finish. would that would give them 86 and 76. That's not going to win this division. You don't think? No, I think it's going to take like 89 at least. I was about to say 89. Okay, fair enough. Well, there we go, guys. We're optimistic, yet a little nervous. Sure. I'm always nervous in baseball season, though, you know? Fair enough. Uh, We'll be right back to talk about a little Game of Thrones after. Yeah. Three seconds of Billy Joel. Game of Thrones is back in a big way, and uh, so much going on in this show. I'm still mad at the people last week who I saw saying, is anything going to happen this season? There is so much happening this season. There's some stuff happening. There is some poop going down. Like, I have three bullet points right here I wanted to talk about, and that doesn't even at all talk about the Arya Stark uh, uh, you know, uh, finally becoming an assassin, because we don't care about that. It yeah. also has nothing to do with the the, 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 the King of Sparrows. Uh, the head sparrow, like, uh, and the Circe. I'm not even talking about that this week. And these are interesting plot points that are happening, and cool stuff is going down in Westeros. But I've got three other things I want to talk about that have nothing to do with those things. Okay. Let's open up right here by talking about the reunion between Sansa and Jon Snow. Mm. I was trying to look back because they had a whole speech back and forth. Do you remember this Sansa being like, I never treated you nicely? And I didn't really remember them ever yes, even... because he was the bastard. He was, but I don't remember her like throwing him under the bus she or anything. She was a total snoot, dude. Was she rude to him? She like It goes to, back to like, the first... She was rude to everybody. Okay, that's, yeah. that's fair enough. She was also like, Remember, what, she was 14? rude to everyone, and then they all got split up. Yeah, okay, fair <laughs> enough. I don't remember the first two episodes well enough of season one at this point to remember, remember how... anybody being mean to him. Well, don't you remember like... I remember uh, Ned, Snark, Ned Stark kind of just being like... Do you remember she was, she was trying to get with Joffrey... And she was all talking about how she was going to be the queen. Oh, and, that's right, huh? Yeah. But I just, I remember Ned Stark being like, look, you're a cool kid, but let's face it, to the wall. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you have no honor in this family. I have too many other good kids. Mm-hmm. And Jon Snow, you're great, but come on, get out, yeah. out of town. That's all I remember. Like, I don't remember, like, they really made a big deal about how it's just like, I was so mean to you and so rude and da-da-da. And I'm like, I don't remember her being any ruder well, than but, anybody else. That doesn't mean that we saw it on camera. I guess that's true, huh? Yeah. A lot of backstory happening right yeah. there. Well, they finally get back together, and I was just like, oh, thank God. Some, some glint of happiness in this world right here. And what do you think of Tormund? Uh, Tormund was into Brienne of Tormund. Oh my god, it was so wonderful. He was making overly googly eyes at her. I didn't know I wanted that romance until I wanted that romance. Here's the deal. That's not going to happen, Oh, that's totally going to happen. Sansa has nowhere to go but the but uh, Castle Black up until the point where but she's a refined lady that's worked in the you know with Brienne the... likes to get down and dirty with it. What are we talking about? Like we thought maybe she was going to start banging out with uh, Jamie Lannister, and then obviously well, that was she in liked... hindsight that well, wasn't going to happen. But that she liked Jamie Lannister. What does she respect about Jamie Lannister? Let me ask you that question. His uh, wooden hand? No, it's not his wooden <laughs> hand. She respects him as a warrior, as a fighter, as a leader of men. What does Tormund have going for him? He's a fighter. He's a warrior. He's a leader of men. And unlike Jamie Lannister, he's totes into it. Interesting, because I would say the reason she was into Jamie Lannister, she she's like one of those somebody that always says, "Oh, I love a dude with a sense of humor," and and then she's oh he just happens to be a supermodel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I can never seem to find a good guy. Runs off with ski instructor. <laughs> Thank you. I like guys who have great personalities, dates fitness model. <laughs> yes. Yeah. People say what they want one thing, Brent, but often their actions speak saying. louder Her than their words. Her actions have shown that she likes the really good-looking guy. There's, she could have she messed around with the hound or whatever. Okay, nobody's messing around with the hound. <laughs> well, you I'm just saying it. she could have. She likes a guy that, that is strong. She also likes a guy what doesn't have a burned-out face. Okay. Let me start there. But, but the red-headed dude is not good-looking either. Oh, that's a good... If he cleaned up, he'd be a good-looking man. He likes like the... Uh, like he ate the Scott's Turf guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Scott's Turf guy, good-looking man. Well, he is. Not if he got eaten by somebody else. Though. Okay, it's a problem. If Scott's Turf guy let it go... He would be torment. <laughs> I wonder what would happen. I just think it's not a good cultural match. Like she seems kind of refined, and he's like just wild and dirty. Kazapazitz attract. You know who taught me that? Paul Abdul, Paul MC Abdul Scat Cat. MC Scat Cat. That is correct. I would say I think they're going to run to battle together. I think that uh, they're all going as a team, a power team. They're all going to head towards uh, uh, Winterfell, and they're going to take it back from Ramsay Bolton, right? Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to find love along the way. And in classical Game of Thrones fashion, one of them is going to die. <laughs> God, you know what makes me think? almost for sure, right? You know what makes me think they're not going to take back Winterfell from 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 uh, Ramsay Bolton because it's Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, man. No, they got to get something back. They got to get some heat back right now. They're going to have all the wildlings and the giants and whatnot. Ramsey Bolton's not going to know what to do with but that. But they just said Ramsey Bolton has 5,000 people, and the wildlings are only like 2,000. That's fine. That's a start. Those, that's 2,000 south of the wall. If they go and they open up Castle Black from to the north, people fleeing from uh, 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 the, the White Walkers, mm-hmm. they'll get more than that. They'll be able to put this thing together, especially if they can get the other houses to unite against Ramsey Bolton, who nobody likes. Nobody wants to respect that guy. Is they Game want to of, see him dead. Is Game of Thrones a big commentary on our current world? Like, are they? Is the wildling supposed to be like the wild Canadians up there? Is that <laughs> is that what George R. R. Martin thinks of the Canadians? That they're these wild people well, that a live lot of, north of the wall. A lot of the storylines are culled from history. So, I mean, yes, hmm. they're Canadians. You know, unrefined. They're into hockey. Mm-hmm. They like to live outdoors and eat moose. So then they're saying like caribou. The, the, the Mexico is like the Dothraki. Is that what they're saying? Uh, somehow, yes. 
I don't think you're right with any of this. Let me just go I, ahead and I put think, that out there. I think there. I am. I think I'm correct about all of it. I think you're stretching uh, think this I'm, out a little I bit. I think I'm totally correct. Uh, you know what? I, I don't think it's a coincidence that you know we have uh, we live in a country where there's a country north of us and a country south of us, and on Game of Thrones, they're in this main country, and then there's a country north of the wall, which Good is honey. icy, just like Canada, and there's the country down there with like temples and stuff, which is like the Mayan temples that are down in like you know South America and, and Mexico and all those places. Done. Thank you. I love it. Good geography. And they also have dragons down there. And dragons. Dargons. <laughs> uh, so what do you think is going to happen with this siege? Because obviously we're headed towards getting the wildlings together and taking on Winterfell. Well, I have a bad feeling that's not going to happen this season. So It's not going to happen at all this season. Yeah. I'm going to predict. I'll, I'll go with my original prediction. They're going to go there. They're going to they're gonna take back Winterfell. They're going to have some ingenious plan to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether they have an extra army joining them or they find some way to kill them from within or they, 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 they get everybody to leave Winterfell because it's easier to defend a location than it is to siege it. So what if they could do a thing where they get the army, they, they trick them into all leaving Winterfell or mostly leaving Winterfell or like cut them in half, so half leave. They go in, they take Winterfell, and then because even though they have less people, it's easier to defend it, mm-hmm. and they're able to hold mm-hmm. Ramsay Bolton out of Winterfell, and either they kill Ramsay, he's too good a character though, so they're probably going to get him and he's going to, bad people never die, so he's going to well, escape Joffrey back. died. Eventually. Joffrey, <laughs> took five uh, seasons. Lannister's dad died. Yeah, but he was, yeah. But he was not important anymore. What's I think Ramsey Bolton other, could do terrible guy, things. Uh, I don't even think it was Tywin. Other, uh, Tywin Lannister. Yeah. And the other Lannister died. Hey, and so did Jon Snow. Yeah. Now he's back. Now he's back. But I, I do. I think they're going to take it. But I, I do believe like Tormund and Brienne are going to get a thing going on. And then one, somebody has to die. Well, so let's take, end this romance before it can take, happen. If they take back Winterfell, then definitely either Jon Snow or Sansa's not going to live. You right? would think so, right? Yeah. In Game of Thrones fashion. One right. of them got hit by a ninja arrow that we didn't see coming, yeah. or stabbed, and right after the battle's over, Ramsay yeah. Bolton's running away, and he stabs Sansa. Yeah, something terrible. You can't just have a victory. Mm-hmm. George R. R. Martin would never let us have that. Right. Uh, Although so all this has not been written by George R. R. Martin yeah. yet, so. Uh, we well, he wrote the outline. He wrote the outline. He told them where it's going. Kind uh, of. How about Tyrion now being in charge and saying that hey, slavery, okay. He didn't say it was okay. He, he said, said, "I'm okay with slaves." He said, "We let's have a gradual reduction." But there's already no slaves. So by allowing some slaves, then that's not a reduction. Bring it back and then reducing it slowly. <laughs> is that is that how you sell? Is that how well, you sell you're that? the one that wears a Tyrion shirt, so I'm surprised you're fighting his uh, methods. I absolutely think he's 100% in the right. I just think it's crazy that he thinks it's actually going to work. And it's Tyrion, so it's probably going to work. Or he's going to get like kicked out of the town. <laughs> one of the two things is definitely going to happen. But he says, like, I cannot have no war and no slavery. So let's go ahead and get no war first, mm-hmm. and we'll slowly get no slavery later. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I think we need cold turkey. Otherwise, uh, the slavery thing just won't go away. Well, that's just it. Like, oh, no war. Because you're going to cool. have to have a war to get rid of the slavery. That's just it. So seven years are going to go by. We're going to slowly phase it out. What happens when they say no? You just have a war seven years from now. Yeah. So now instead of having no slavery and no war, you've got war and slavery. Yeah, Great cool. job, Tyrion. Lisi should have got rid of all those guys. Uh, she absolutely should have killed the masters. Remember when she was like putting their bodies on those posts all the mm-hmm. way up through town? Yeah. More of that, please. Yes, thank you. More of that. You know what? Sends a message. <laughs> that's first. So how do you how do you see that situation resolving? I I don't know. You know, that's a weird thing. I mean, you got to figure that at some point. Khaleesi's got to get up in Westeros at some point, doesn't she? Uh, does so she? It seemed, well, it seems like she was a million miles away, and it seems like now these guys are worshiping her again. So she might have the Dothraki get on those boats, head to Westeros. But doesn't she have to come back and pick up her dragons through the town first of sure. Marine? She does, but she's got the Dothraki with and her And she's not going to tolerate some slavery out of Marine. Okay, that's fine. So she's going to come there, slap everybody down, right? Yep. 
And then I, I, I don't know. There's a, it's, it would be classic Game of Thrones if we follow Daenerys Targaryen for six, seven seasons, and she she dies right before she can actually get to Westeros. Yeah. That just feels like a total Game of Thrones D move to pull, right? Right. I don't know. And speaking of Daenerys Targaryen, she takes over the Dothraki's, like you said. Mm-hmm. Highlight of the season so far oh, for me. So far, she gets in that temple where they're judging her. Oh yeah, and they're just like uh, uh, she's like, you know what? Actually, I'm going to lead all of you people. Ha ha ha! I'm going like, to lead the Dothraki. Oh yeah, we're all going to take turns at you. Ha ha! Mm-hmm. She's like, nah. And then our horses, and then our men. I think I'll just burn you all to death. She says, "Oh, funny thing." Uh, you impl- you, you you seem to think that you're involved in this plan I'm talking about yeah. right now. Fire. <laughs> and then there are her friends who came to save her. Lock the door. Lock the door. Burn the burn that mother you know effer why? down. Because she's the unburnt. Uh, she cannot be burned, my my son. <laughs> right. So she comes out, tote snakes. Do your research. Yeah. Well, what did uh, Robert Ory say that one time when he made that one shot? And he's like, <laughs> look me up. <laughs> look me up. Big shot, Bob. <laughs> So I, I love it. I love that the Dothraki's now of like it's one thing to hear that she could do that thing. It's another thing to watch her we do it, it in before. front of you. We no, saw it but, the, before, but but only a handful of people actually saw it. Yeah. So it had to live in tales. Now she comes out of a. a she everything does Everything is burned. She just comes out unburned. She does it at the Dothraki capital, killing all the Dothraki leaders in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. That's gonna look strong. Yeah. <laughs> that is something that that's gonna leave a message. Yes. That story will even go, like, we heard it. We don't know if we believe it, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, we believe it now. Yeah. We're on board. So do, is she going to get to Westeros this season, or has she got to clean up Marine next? I think she's got to clean up Marine next. Probably not till next season. I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's only, like, it seems like these episodes are only one hour, or they're less than an hour. And so there's only, what, four or five left? There's six left. Six left? This is I episode mean, that's, four that's of not, ten. That's not a lot. And they have said future seasons will be even less than ten episodes. Which upsets me, because I just want more of it. Well, I think there's supposed to only be one more season after this season. Is that right? Yeah. Cool. Here's the deal. They go, take it ten more seasons. I'm fine. Whatever you want to do. No, I'm saying there's supposed to only be one more season after this season. Right. And they, they're saying it's going to be done. As long as it keeps making money, they're going to keep trying to do something. I hope so. Or at least to give me a second season of Game of Thrones Telltale. Can I have that? Right. Although, I don't know. I left those people looking pretty terrible. Yeah. <laughs> not, a good, ugh, not a good thing right there. So there's our Game of Thrones talk. Uh, we we think good things are happening. We've been we've been generally really liking this season, though, right? Right. Oh, I yeah. really like the direction well, the like show's every gone. Season. They've all been great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I'm waiting for the big letdown. Right. This uh, this show loves to build us up to tear us down. Oh well, you let down in that like someone that you love will be destroyed. They're going to set up an obvious right. course of action and then not give it to us. This is what pro wrestling does. This is what Game of Thrones does. Any chance that they go back and Recon is unharmed? And Recon is unharmed. Yeah. Oh, you mean like in Ramsey Bolton's camp? Yeah. No. He's probably been flayed already, hasn't he? I mean, um, it, it is a totally Ramsey Bolton thing to use him as a bargaining, bargaining chip for two, three episodes. Mm-hmm. And then you find out he's been dead since the millisecond he walked into his camp. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I did like the letter that Ramsey wrote to Jon Snow, though. Like, come and see. Come and see. Come and see. Like, just such a little petulant D move. Oh, uh, here's the other thing that happened. Uh, it, we did talk about Recon showed up with... Uh, Asha, I think is her name. Uh, yes, yes, the wildling chick. Asha, the wildling lady, who's yeah. you know who's done some BA she, things before. She's trying to like get on Ramsey Snow and be like, "I'm totally going to get on you." She's grab a to knife, Ramsey Bolton, so that she can kill him. And then Ramsey, of course, was one step ahead of her. He's one step ahead of everybody. Yeah. What does he think she's going to she come was, in and want to like give it up? She no. Was great. That was a great character too, though. I do. I did. I mean, she had been gone for a while, but she was a great character. She was a great character who I had totally forgotten about until I saw her again, and, and then, then I was like, like, "Oh, cool. Oh, oh." Did you honestly believe for even one iota of a second that she was going to pull that off, though? Oh, no, no. no. Zero. Zero percent. Zero percent chance. chance. Yeah. 
Yeah. She's like, I see the knife. It's like, I see where we're going. I thought that there was a little bit of a chance that, you know, he might be like, oh, she'll be my plaything for a little bit, you know, because she seemed kind of weird. She seemed weird. She like, is weird. Yeah. Those wildlings. She, and he's like into like wild things. You know, she's a wildling. You know, Canadian. Canadian. Thank you. All right. We'll be right back to wrap up the show after three seconds of Bruce Springsteen. There's one week And that's pretty much going to do it here on Raisin Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. That's me. That is you. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. You got it right. Ray. Yeah. And I'm Ray. And you're Brent. No, I, you're Brent. I'm Brent? Yes. You're Brent. No, no, I am Ray. You are Brent. Who's in first? So uh, we got some, uh, 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 we, well, we're going to talk real quick. Uh, Far Harbor comes out this weekend mm-hmm. for Far Fallout Harbor. 4. And we love ourselves the Fallout 4s. Yeah. So uh, we're going to play it, talk about it next week. Uh, yeah, we'll that's what we want to commit to do. Play it as much as we can. I mean, it's supposed to be a twenty-hour campaign. I don't know if I'll finish it by next week. I'll well, try to. I figure if I start playing it at midnight, uh, the day it comes out, mm-hmm. I should be finished with it right around midnight the following day. Right. <laughs> that's why I'm just going to play it all the way okay, through. Okay, gotcha. So that's it. that work. seems legit, right? <laughs> I'm a little sick. I'm a little sick, baby. Don't talk to me. Yeah, baby. Don't I don't want to. I'm contagious. I'm going to be in this room. Uh, I need this Xbox is really making me feel. I'm feeling. I have a chills. So I'm going to lay on this Xbox. So it's warm. And you know uh, what? Yeah. Again, seems legit. Yeah. Seems exactly like what will actually happen. Yeah. Yikes. So uh, we got some contact information we got to talk about right now. Uh, if you want to hit us up, you can always hit us up on Twitter at Ray Brent Podcast or Facebook.com slash Ray Brent Podcast. We try to put some stuff on there, try to put some more jokeses, some more memeses. Why not, right? That's what I'm talking about. You go ahead and give us a five star review if you felt like it. I haven't checked that in forever. Don't know if we have any, but we should. We deserve it, Brent. We do. For the people. Uh, contact information for me personally. I am found on Twitter at Almighty Ray. I'm at Scoops Pope. And we got people we want to thank this week. We want to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang. Got to thank the train wrecks. Got to thank the train wrecks. We got to thank Jordan Monsell, the artist. Monsell me some art. Go to Silhouettes by Jordan on Facebook or jordanmonsell.com. We also want to thank our intrepid producer, David Knoll. Dino. For producing the show. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, and all of the above. Is there anybody else you want to thank out there, Brent? I want to thank friend of the show, Sean Carlo. What did Sean Carlo do? He's been trolling me about the. Uh, uh, the Red Sox. Can the Royals do anything against the Red Sox? Because they're wow. playing them right now. Wow. And, and how's that going? GG. Easy. 5 1 Royals. Oh, thank God, because I started here at Donald Ventura today right. for my fantasy team. So everybody wins. Everybody wins, except Sean Carlo. Except he Sean definitely Carlo, lost. Who deserves to lose? Thank you. Thank you. Good night, everybody. You're going to have to drag me out in chains. You're going to have to drag. I felt like the real MVP should have been his mom. His mom? Why his mom? Oh, I guess you don't watch the NBA. I missed something here. What, what am <laughs> I missing? That was the speech he gave. You're oh, the real MVP. Okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. Here's the deal. I, would, I we, don't watch can we, speeches. Can we set that up again so you act yes, like you please. watch sports? <laughs> oh All right. God.